since we got married, we've been together for 17 years, he still writes me love letters. Learn to set realistic expectations yeah. in marriage. Yeah. Disappointment is the result of unmet expectations. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mike and Christelle podcast, where family meets faith and fun. Today's episode, we're talking about what my talking about. imperfectly perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. We believe that every marriage is imperfect mm-hmm. because it's made of imperfect people. Yeah. But also, every marriage is perfect in some ways mm-hmm. it's enjoyable in mm-hmm. some ways as much as you can enjoy <laughs> your marriage we have our princess iris asking us questions today so it will be uh, a q a she's my little baba so <laughs> let's go how did you meet and how long have you been together we we met 19 years ago and we've been married for 17 years now we met when in Rwanda, I was doing music with my band. I was a musician by profession. And we were looking for a, a female voice to blend in our, our male voices. And we tried a couple of girls. It didn't work. And then our keyboard player said, oh, I know a girl, really beautiful girl, sings really well that I can, I can bring. And we said, oh, no, that's great. Go and, and invite her. And then he went, he found her at uni. She was yeah. doing uh, her last year at uni. Yeah, so I was, I was at university and then someone came mm. and uh, he told me, he, he knew, so I was part of a band too. So while another at university, band. I was a part of another, another band, yes. which was like, we were doing something like a hobby. Singing was a hobby for yeah. us. So yeah. the person... For you, it was a, for a, me a, it was hobby. a hobby. For us, it was a profession. Yeah, because I was more focused on school and I was also focused on other things. I was <laughs> very focused on you. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> no, the, uh, the person came and, and told me that these people who are looking for a female voice, yes. they are preparing a concert and yes. they were really looking for a female voice to sing. Yes. So um, you came? So I came. We, we started. And then we had we a conversation. We tested you, yeah. yeah we, we, I sang a little bit and then we had a conversation yes. and then it seems like you liked we loved singing. we loved the way you were singing and, yeah. and we suggested if you are so you asked me uh, if i was willing to do you gave us one condition that mm-hmm. was impressive was like, to me you said you said i can be part of this as long as i'm my, home by six and my dad is happy and my dad it. because of my dad i have to be home by six and i have to and ask i have first to ask him first if he's happy with it and i was like yes this is the kind of girl i'm looking for <laughs> That was impressive. Like yeah. when you spoke about your dad mm-hmm. and the value you put on your dad, I was like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is the girl we were looking for. Yeah. Then you went home, you asked your spoke dad. Spoke to my dad. He was as long as he was okay happy. He was it. like, as long as it's not, like, it's not going to affect school, your studies, yeah. your studies, I'm happy for you to do it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and I then was like, you, you, I came you came back and told mm-hmm. you, my dad said, yes, so let's do it. Yeah, and then we started to practice together. But the more we practice together, we started to realize that we have a lot in common. Yeah, like I, started I to really liked his vibe. I like had, I had a lot beautiful vibe. He was. I could see that he was focused. He knows what he's doing, but he's also shy, and he's he's <laughs> focused and shy. Like focus and shy. I was like, that's an amazing combination. I really was. Some people interested. can't believe that I'm yeah. shy, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> focused, knows what he's doing, but at the same time he was shy. And also, I loved <laughs> conversations that we would have because you you were more one of the people who who 
talk to me about God more. Like I was, I found myself getting closer to God. I was a Christian before meeting you, but I found myself growing, yes. growing more in God. Yeah. So you gave me a book. The first thing you gave me was a book. Yeah, I think the, the first Christian day you book. came, I yeah. gave you a book. And you told me, you have a talent. I think this book will be good for you. And yeah. then when I read the book, I was like, I'm, I'm actually growing spiritually. Yeah. What attracted you the most to your spouse? I loved her body. Like I loved her face, her body, her shape. When I saw her for the first time, I was like, ooh. But to, to be honest, I was also impressed by her respect for her father. I was impressed by the way she valued family and her calmness. She was just, she was not talking much. She was just very calm. And I don't know, I was just attracted to that. I felt like, I love this girl. She's calm. She's down to earth girl. I was impressed. Like I was blown away i would say i couldn't believe that such girl existed somewhere on earth yeah that's what impressed me that's what attracted me to you babe. Yeah. that's really what attracted me to you for me what attracted me the most was that being focused like i i, I could tell that this person is really 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 serious like he's he knows what he's doing mm. and he has a purpose he has a vision he knows where he's going and i was like wow that's beautiful. I saw that now. Now I know it's his your leadership gift, like your yeah. ability to lead. Yeah. But be, back then I didn't know that was that was the thing. Yeah. So focus, and he knows where he's going. But the yeah. other thing, it was well, how you were shy and his dark chocolate skin. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What does your spouse do that gets on your nerves, and how did you learn to live with it? Maybe, yeah, maybe she may have 20 things that I do that gets on, on her nerves. But for me, I, I would mention maybe one or two. When he forgets to eat, like I, I, that, annoys, that annoys me really, really, really very much. Because even if it's not about me serving him food, like I could, I could serve him food and he will be doing something else and not eat the food so i don't I, or he would make the food by himself and not eat it so he makes the food and then he puts it next to him and he's not eating and then even when we're having dinner as a family it takes ages for him to finish his food so i really do not like i've i've struggled to change that i <laughs> i don't know food foods really is not my biggest hobby yeah. <laughs> it's not my biggest thing how did I, I learn to live with it though? I became more and more like crankier. So <laughs> when he has, I have to be like, you're eating now. Stop everything you're eating. Or I ring him. I'm like, it's lunchtime. You gotta eat. Stop everything and have lunch. <laughs> yes, you do that. Uh, for, for me, for me, is my, my wife loves, I don't know if she loves it or she doesn't <laughs> care about it. She, does, she just loves to leave the doors open. Like she leaves the toilet door open. She leaves the bedroom door open. She leaves... <laughs> The car door open, like she just leaves those open. And uh, at the beginning, I was trying to change her and tell her, "Would you please close the door? Would you please shut the door? Would you please?" And at the end of the, uh, I decided that just to do it. I just, I decided myself, I will be when you're there. <laughs> when I'm around, I will shut the door. So if I come home and I see the bedroom door open, the bathroom door open, I know, yeah, she's, she's, she was here. And I just close it. That's how I learned to live with it. Just mm -hmm. do it. 
This is one of the things that yeah, I know. No, no. I think there's not my, many things that annoy me. I, I don't think there are many things that you do that annoy me. Yeah. But one of the ways, or the way I learned to live with you is instead of trying to change you, I become that thing that I want you to be. Yeah. So if it's, if it's locking the door, if it's closing the door, I begin to shut it myself. Mm. So I became what I wanted you to be instead yeah. of trying to force you to become what I yeah. want you to be. I think for me, I had to learn to force you to eat. Yeah, well, because that's, that's I a, think that, I need that's it. That's a life and death situation. I think I need situation. it. Yeah. So I was I like, I you're going to eat? That's it. No question. I think I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I need someone to stand there and say, eat. And you've done it. You've done it really well. What was your perspective on marriage before a wedding? <clears throat> what is your perspective today? I had a very... I would say radical or unrealistic ex- uh, perspective on marriage mm. when I was young. I, I, I thought, I don't know where it came from because I did not grow up with a father and mother in house. I only grew up with my, with my mom. Yeah. I don't know where this kind of utopia marriage came from. But I thought uh, husband and wife, they eat together, they work together, yeah. they exercise together, they shower together, they they do everything together. They go to church together. They do everything together. So it's like being married means everywhere you are, you have to be with your spouse. Everything you do, you have to do with your spouse. It was a kind of radical kind of thinking of marriage. Mm. Was it wrong? I don't know. It's, it's helped me though. It helps me to stick to my wife and try to be with him, with her and do everything together but it was unrealistic because in marriage you're not always together you you don't always do things together your wife can be uh, in this office and you are in that office and i have to or, or i still have that tendency of always be together with her but that was my image of marriage before we got married and after marriage i started to realize that it's okay sometimes not to be with my wife. And the four years that we spent apart when we were waiting for the visa to Australia, that was a blow. Mm-hmm. That taught me that <laughs> you can be separated for some time. And that's my, mm-hmm. yeah, my heart was really broken. Yeah. To not to be with my wife for a week, then a month, then a year, that was hell. I can't wish that for any any human being. I, I really can't. My perspective on marriage was also unrealistic. So I thought marriage was really, really hard. Like Because I did not grow with a good example of marriage. Like mm-hmm. when I was growing up, marriage wasn't something that I I, I... I was actually afraid to get married. I was so scared. I was like, oh, this is really bad. But then when I met you and I realized that oh, it's not about marriage being hard. There's really nothing easy. Mm-hmm. Nothing is easy, but I think it's the work that you put in. I think if you get the, the grace to choose well, mm-hmm. you know, choose well. And then even when you choose, there's going to be differences. Yes. And but learning how to manage that to manage that yeah. learning how to sync i call it yeah. sync it's like a puzzle learning how to put those puzzles together so yeah. that you can make something beautiful yeah. 
so my perspective today is like no that's not that's not true it's not hard yeah it's not hard because it's not the only thing that's hard yeah. everything is hard every relationship requires every, work yeah there's work in, in involved in everything yeah. some people have made you need marriage, to be willing to work so, 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 some people have mystified marriage mm-hmm. as the hardest of relationships mm-hmm. as the one that doesn't really work no matter what you do yeah it's not true mm-hmm. every relationship requires work yeah even to live with your siblings it requires work even yeah. even your own friend mm-hmm. you 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 have to work on it to yeah. for it to work yeah. and marriage is one of those relationships it's among the relationships and there are there are guidelines to make a relationship work there yeah. are guidelines to make a, a marriage work and mm. i think that's what we've discovered in our yeah. marriage that there are things that you you need to do before you get married yeah definitely. there are things you need to look at in a person mm-hmm. the, in, in yourself before you get married then you go in marriage with realistic expectations yeah what does your spouse do that makes you smile just one everything like for, for so many there's so many things that, that you do that makes me i wake up smile. in the morning and i see my wife just waking up and walking in the bedroom and i smile just to see her to see her waking up makes me smile genuinely genuinely i tell you i i i i always tell her i just feel happy to see you just mm-hmm. to see you walking in the bedroom sometimes he's looking at me i'm thinking is it wh- why are you looking at me like what is yeah. what is it what <laughs> but i, I like, just love it <laughs> i just love to see her walking mm-hmm. around and just the way she walks the way she talks uh, it's just funny like i find almost everything about her being funny in the like in a romantic way i really love it it's yeah. it's really good and one thing she mentioned about forcing me to eat that makes me smile because honestly i forget eating i can be working and i will forget to eat and when she comes and she tries to take this authority like a mother and so now you have to eat and I'm like, i laugh because i know what she's trying to achieve i i know she's not looking down on me i i know she's she loves me what that's why she does it and i laugh i end up eating because she says so she's the boss but it just makes me smile when she does that yeah since we got married we've been together for 17 years he still writes me love letters and <laughs> i love that so much i have so many letters and um I'm, i'm i like when he does that he just comes up with this anything he would just write me a love how much he loves me yeah. it doesn't get old to my ears and so lo- that makes me smile i just like that maybe because he we, writes in we... my books he writes in my bible he writes in anything <laughs> that belongs to me and i just go and open and find a note and i'm like <laughs> maybe because we are living in a very technology oriented era and everything is like write an email write a text i think i find it I find it uh, I don't I don't use the term sexy much but I think I find it sexy I find it sexy romantic mm. to to write you something <laughs> to write with my That's hand good. on a yeah. paper or That's on anything good. yeah he writes on anything so he on would anything. write I'll be reading a book for example and then for some reason I'll find a note in the book or I'll act on the book like the on book, the not a paper pages the book, of the on book. the pages of the book yes my bible my a paper in my in my in my the receipts Like, yes. like anything he will write sometimes something. i take the cover of the cover a bottle, of a, bottle, of a water plastic bottle, water bottle and i and write on write that and I, on it and just i just find it, it. <laughs> that's really creative and i love it. <laughs> i don't know if yeah. it's creative or crazy but that makes me smile. i just love it makes i love smile. to write on anything about my wife and mm. just 
say how I love her and it, yeah. it makes life good. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me smile too when I do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> what can you advise other couples who may be watching or listening to you on this subject? We, we, we would like just couples to learn to set realistic expectations yeah. in marriage. Yeah. Disappointment is the result of unmet expectations. Yeah. If you set realistic expectations on yourself, don't try to portray yourself as a superhuman. You are just a human. You don't need to be perfect to, you are felt to be a good wife. Yeah, you have weaknesses and strength. Or a good husband. Mm. You have weaknesses and strength. Mm. If you understand that, you come in marriage knowing yourself you are a fallible person. You are not perfect. Yeah. You are coming to meet another imperfect person. Mm. Set your expectations on that level. Yeah. That it will be two imperfect people trying to live life together. Yeah. That will make your marriage better because mm. you'll set realistic expectations. Your husband will make mistakes. Your wife will make mistakes. And try to come together and fix them. If you understand that from the beginning, you're not trying to live this utopian marriage where everything is perfect every day. Realistic expectations is my biggest advice I can, advice I can give to, to couples. Okay, we're speaking to marriage, married people, but I feel like I need to speak to single people as well. I feel like before you come into marriage, hmm. I think the best thing you could do is to work on yourself. Like, like find the whole person, become whole, because the whole version of you is the best. So if you come into marriage and put your spouse to be that person is going to make you happy. That person is going to work on you. That person is going to do all yes. these things for you. you that's unrealistic expectation. Yes. We, we believe that if you know your values, you know what you stand for in life, yeah. you will find a person who stands for the same values and get married to that person. Yeah. Don't never go for the person who doesn't stand for the same values. Yeah. Of course, people can change. Your husband or your spouse may stand for certain values today and after two years they change. That is unfortunate. It, uh, it happens in life. Yeah. We are not saying that will never happen. Mm. But in most cases, if you find someone who stands for the same values you stand for, there is a bigger chance for your marriage to work mm. if you have the same values. What has your spouse taught you? My wife has taught me a lot of things. I wanted to compete with my father-in-law. My wife did not set the standard law for me. She came from a relationship with a father who really, really loved her so dearly. So when I met her, I found that relationship there. I wanted to do whatever I can to kind of compete with my father-in-law in loving my wife. Mm. I didn't, I didn't want to tell him that I'm competing with you or being cranky at him. No, <laughs> I was jealous uh-huh. of the way he loved his daughter mm. and I wanted to love his daughter more. So I started to prove my wife that I love her more than the, 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 my father-in-law does. And that helped me grow. Like I, I went crazy in demonstrating my love for my wife mm. and I love it because that taught me how to really love. Mm. So my, I would say my father through my, my father-in-law through my wife taught me how to love a girl. I remember when we had our first child, 
um, because I grew up with an amazing dad. And so my mind was like, you know, everybody's amazing. Every dad is amazing. Mm. But when we had me, Chris, our firstborn, he, he never, he, my husband never had a dad. So he didn't know how, it's not that he didn't know how to be a dad. He, I, he didn't know how to be a dad the way I wanted him to be yes, a dad. Yes. So, but the fact that I, I could see he was trying everything. My patience grew. And yep. I saw him grow into a, this amazing father. I yep. think my children, they, never, they can't believe that he didn't know how to be a father. No. No. Before. They can, no. If you tell you, them... You taught me a lot in that he became He's an amazing, amazing father for our children. Yeah. And so my dream was... I, my, I, I pray that I, my children would have that, that, that type of dad that I had. But my children have even more. Like my, my husband is amazing. Let's just admit that I'm better than my father. No. <laughs> Finally, finally, someone admits that I'm better than my father-in-law. You are an amazing dad. So that yeah. me being patient with you. Hopefully he won't hear this. He won't listen to this. Thank you so much for listening and watching. For those who are watching us on YouTube, if you liked it, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you are listening, don't forget to like us and subscribe to our podcast. Remember that when family is healthy, the nation is healthy. See you next time. Bye.